What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Unspoiled covering The Sandman, Volume 9, Chapters 10 through 14. In these episodes, the king is dead. Long live the king. Also, I'm ill. Sorry about that, guys. Welcome to Unspoiled. Mr. Sandman, bring me a dream. Make him the cutest that I've ever seen. Give him two lips like roses and clover. <laughs> I am also ill. Oh, man, we are the worst. Um, Sorry for that. Introduction was kind of not correct, but that's okay. Um, So, guys, how are you doing? What's up? Um, (laughs) I'm like, where's Anton? There he is. I am here. Um, So, this was... I liked this a lot. Um, And I also... I should have pulled up this person's name. I think their name is Matt. I'm going to go on to Facebook and look again right now. But um, remember how I told you guys that somebody told me that uh, her name was pronounced Nula? And I was like, how do you know Uh this? Yeah. Well, they said that it was their grandmother's name and that it's an old Irish name, which I did not even know. Oh, wow. So I didn't know it was a real name. Honestly, I thought that it was made up for, you know, the story. Um yeah, likewise. So, yeah, he was like... So Sorry, dude. He said, thanks for uh, the call-out, kind of. And <laughs> just so you know, it's my grandma's name, so that's how I know it's pronounced. And I was like, oh, shit, well... Oh, ouch. I think that personal experience is, is I guess, a valid reason to know things. Whatever. Am I right? Well, um, and also, I mean, but let's be fair. If we didn't have any personal experience on how to properly pronounce what is spelled as Sayubani. <laughs> That's true. I mean, <laughs> it's Ben Carls. Hi, Ben. All right, I just found it. Hi, Ben. Oh, hi, Ben. And sorry, sorry for ben. disrespecting your family <laughs> accidentally. He's going to send somebody after us. Yes, he's probably going to send in Robin Goodfellow or Matt. Matt, you're in the mirror. I want to keep my eyes Jokes on you, Ben. I don't have a home right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. I'm going to be brushing my teeth later, and Queen Mab will just appear in my mirror and go, Megan! Megan! All right, so uh, let's begin here with the Corinthian 
having Daniel. Um, he just snaps oh, that string. Oh. What? Nothing. Good. What? Oh, you're the worst. You shush. You're fired. I'm supposed to be the one that makes terrible jokes that barely make sense. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I'll, I'm sorry. I've, I've encroached upon your territory. This is my I job. Will, I will step off your, your, your rounds now. I apologize. <laughs> You stand in her gallery and you hold her sigil. And I am letting it the fuck go. And he's trying to run away with it. Um, what would my sigil be? A cupcake, clearly. There you yeah. go. <laughs> um, all right, so he's got Daniel and he's going to the Dreaming. Um, and before he does, he's like, so uh, you may as well come out now. And Puck's all like, what, me? What do you mean? What do you mean? He's like, come on, seriously, get the fuck down here. Um, and this, at this point, I thought Loki was dead. Like, he hasn't moved this whole time. He hasn't said anything. So when later they collect him and put him back to his torture chamber, I was a little bit confused because it really just mm. looked like he was a corpse at this point. Well, because we know he was unconscious throughout this whole conversation. I, yeah, apparently now, like... Because well, the uh, Corinthian has a line where he's like, "I hear you. You regained consciousness two minutes ago. You can't fool me." Mm. So that's right. I forgot. True. Um, I mean, it's Loki. You know, as powerful as the dreaming is, the Corinthian is just, you know, um, a resident of the dreaming. He. I don't think there's no way he has the power to take out a Nordic deity. I don't he know. He has the power because... to take out his eyes. Yeah, Mame and hurt like severely but i don't think he could kill him i don't know like the way that things work around here does not make a lot of sense to me and i don't mean that in the bad way but like you know the fact that the furies can kill dream um it's just the whole thing doesn't in terms of like power structure isn't that clear and it's not that conventional so if he had been able to kill loki i wouldn't have been totally surprised by it yeah, but um, I was going to say, the the series really kill Dream? We'll get to that. I think away. they do, but he's just, because he's an eternal, he can never really be gone. Right. I think it's, you know what I mean? But I think he was killed and that it was a version of him that came back, but it's not exactly the same person. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously we're going to get to specifics about what actually happens in these four issues as we go on, but I think it's, you know... It's not inappropriate to talk about the whole thing, right? I mean, no. at this point, we at this point we finished the kindly ones, mm-hmm. and the conversation the dream has with death at the end makes it suggests that you know all this is dream wanting to die, right? Dream being tired and having had enough, and having whether or not he was even admitting it to himself, having set all these things in motion. But reading back on this first part with Puck and and the Corinthian, this conversation they have, and I have read this before, but I don't remember the answer to this question. But, I mean, it seems to me like Dream was the one who hired them. Yeah, oh, no, yeah. I mean, I feel like okay. they said that later on. Um, I don't know if they said it, but Puck's like, you know... I'm not going to tell you who I'm working for, who we're working for. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell you why I'm doing this. But he does say we burned away most of Daniel's mortality. Yeah. And 
of course, later Daniel sort of becomes the new Dream. So that leads me to believe that Dream was like, you know, and, and Dream's whole thing about Loki, like, I, I, I let him go so he could do some things for me when he's talking to Odin last time. Mm-hmm. It just all seems to me very much like, you know, Dream was like, hey guys, do me a favor, get this kid, burn away his mortality. <laughs> So that I can do me a solid because I'm planning on committing some weird ass endless form of suicide, you know, um, long term. Yeah, I mean, I really just got the impression from Dream that he felt like he needed to be punished somehow, and there's not really anybody in a position to punish him unless you know, creating this what is it called, uh, g- grudge. Revenge. What is it? Avenging angel kind of thing? Summoning the avatars of vengeance to hound him his doom. Yeah, it seems like they're really, if if you were going to pick anybody to harm him, they're really the only ones that could, right? Yeah, I mean, it seems that way. If if I remember in um, Greek mythology, the Furies were always like, they they weren't alongside the gods, but they were on a different tier you know what i mean like mm-hmm. that whole concept of like even god adhere to old laws and i feel that that's what the the realm of i think they were called the i'm sure i'm butchering this the erinies or whatever Aaron, oh yeah yeah Arrhenes, yeah, yeah. And they were always the um they were always like they always adhered to a higher a power that was way beyond zeus and chronos and hera and all of them right okay um yeah well that's what i kind of got the impression that Dream was also, though. So that was why I was just like, why are they able to? But it's well, we know like... that... Um... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I'm... Go ahead. I was going to say, we know that Desire has been trying to fuck with him and possibly destroy him, and the main way that it has tried to do that is by inadvertently causing Dream to spill family blood. Yep. Yep. So it, it strikes... It, 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 uh, it seems to be from just from that that the kindly ones are one of the only things, if not the only thing, that can actually bring down one of the endless. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Was like it's not even like his own family can really do anything to him because every time that dream, that desire wants anything to happen, they have to make this like convoluted third party a part yeah. of it. They can't actually just walk up to him and stab him in the face. Um, well, yeah, which makes me. Of- Desire himself or itself does not want to incur the wrath of the kindly one. Yeah. Right, exactly. Which makes me wonder what um, the first despair did, like how how despair died uh, died the first time. Yeah, yeah, killed itself. Does that count as blood spilling family blood? Oh no, I forgot to tell you guys. Despair, the four, the older despair has shown up in flashbacks in other DC comics. Um, older despair like, had little, like, tattoo carvings on her, and she was a lot chattier than the current Despair. Huh. She was the one that was seen chatting with Ra, um, oh, sorry, is it Ra? No. What's the name of the, um, what's the name of the Kryptonian deity? Um, Rao. There we go. Rao. Uh, she was I don't know. Rao in, in Destiny's Garden, and planting it in his head that wouldn't it be beautiful if he created a planet that had a very unstable core, and one day the only survivor of that planet um, fled to another uh, planet and became a symbol of hope and strength for those people. Huh. Huh, okay. I think that she inadvertently helped the origin story of Superman. Weird. Wow. 
That's awesome. I need to find that uh, that it's an old panel, and I can I need to find it and show it to you guys. It's- yeah, I mean, <laughs> technically, if if everything in the DC universe is you know canon, then the endless are behind everything to do with all the superheroes, right? I mean, in some in some way. Every time you read a DC comic from now on, think about like how Desire is twisting things, making all those really complex relationships between characters. Yeah. Um, all right. So anyway. at this point, Puck says that he's going to return a fairy. He thinks, um, and he's going to. He takes off, and Loki is back to consciousness and tells the Corinthian, "Either give me my eyes back or kill me." And the Corinthian's like, "Ha ha." Nope, <laughs> neither one of those things. Bye. Peace. Peace. Doses. I also love uh, Puck's parting line where he says, It was a delight to make your acquaintance, Master of the Corinthian, and I shall restrain myself from inquiring whether you take your name from the letters, the pillars, the leather, the place, or the mode of behavior. <laughs> Which... And then he's just gone. Like, I didn't know that it was <laughs> that Corinthian was that many different... Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, knew like, it was oh, okay. a, I knew a few of them. Like, the leather... And the pillars. The and the, the pillars. pillars. And yeah, the pillars, the place I knew. The mode of behavior. I, what is the mode of behavior? I don't know what the mode of behavior is. Yeah, that's the one. I was like, to be to be a Corinthian? I hope that has, this has nothing to do with like... Because I'm thinking, in my mind, if you are considered to be a Corinthian in terms of behavior, I'm thinking like Bluebeard, you know? <laughs> oh, okay. Huh, okay. Um. Alright, so... It looks um, like... Uh... It means given to licentious and profligate luxury, according to more the freedictionary.com. Like free huh? Oh. So more like Desaad, not Gilles de Ray. Yeah. Or very ornate or elegant. Well, that makes sense with the pillars. Yeah. they are too. Okay. Um, all right. So um, Grimnir <laughs> shows up to uh, cart Loki oh. away. Oh, girl. This one. This one with the title. This one, uh, first of all, Thor oh, picking old. him up. Yeah, but he says, um, Loki Skywalker, I left one eye with Mimir the Bloodless, traded for wisdom. You've now lost both eyes, but I fear you have had the worst of the bargain. And he says, Grimnir, Blood Brother, my friend. Is Grimnir another name for Odin? I think so. Okay. Hey, this bitch with the titles, right? What's that? Yep. I said this bitch with the titles. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I can't deal with this. It's too confusing. <laughs> don't, I mean, he's... don't call him by his other names. Just do him the one name so that I can not be confused. <laughs> I figured it was, but, you know, still, it's then you start to doubt yourself because you're like, but wait. Um, and, yeah, the, he has Thor pick him up and carry him, which is so funny. Thor is just so <laughs> enormous. His illustrations. Um and Loki tries to tell this fucking story that Dream was torturing him for information and he refused to give anything up. And he's like, oh, really? Is that true? And Loki's like, as true as I breathe. And he says, yeah, well, I'm, you're going to die of, of suffocation because that is bullshit. We know it's bullshit. And uh, he brings him back down to the spot with his wife, who looks like a corpse, and gets tied up under the serpent again. What's that? I was going to say, can I just say that, you know, um, Odin is much obsessed with ornate speech patterns. But there's this one point, I think, in the fifth page where he says, Thor, pick up this piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I am I reminded of the Shakespearean phrase that brevity is the soul of wind. Ha! Yep. Um, 
Oh, and, and also Loki's, Loki's like, trying to tell Thor that he fucked his wife, which I mean he did, right? We're pretty sure he, he did. He keeps saying he did, but he, we don't have any source for this besides him, and he's a liar. So That's who true. knows? And s- says that she let him whip her with a, a whip of oiled leather and call her his slave. Um, and Thor's flipping out, ready to kill him, and Odin's like, "You fucking idiot!" That's exactly what he wants. This really reminded me. I've been watching Luther. Uh-huh. And this really reminded me of the finale. I think the finale of season one. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. It was like the exact same situation in some ways. Um, and he points out to Thor, like his punishment ongoing would be way worse than death. So let's just do this. And Thor's like, okay. <laughs> and um, they put him back into place and leave them. And his wife, he just, like, screams horrible things at her and damns her and, you know, he's just, I, it's hard to know whether it's just because he actually hates her or if he's just in pain or if he blames her for this or what. Because I don't remember enough about the myth to know his relationship with her. Um, and the whole thing is that she has to catch all the poison that the snake drips in a bowl and then walk away and empty the bowl out and come back and catch it. Um, and Odin says at one point, like, hey, look, you can leave if you want to. Like, you don't have to. Like, let the poison get in his eyes. What do you care? He's yeah. an asshole to you. And she just keeps going. And she sa- she has the, the line, I'm pleased you came back, my love. And it's like, oh, God. Right? Yeah. It's such a mixture of, like, what exactly do you mean by that? I just wish I knew more of the history between the two of them. Because yeah. it's so, the it's such a strange situation. Um, I'm not sure there there might not be. I mean, when so many of these myths, it's just like who's Sigurd? Well, she's Loki's wife. Okay. You I mean, know, like, that's true, but it it's uh, sort of unclear to me why she has to be here with him. It's just because she chooses to be from the beginning, or is Odin releasing her from having to be here now? Because it from when we first meet Loki, I felt like she had been banished there with him, but I, I just no assumed that. So I don't know. Um, anyway, so the Furies show up and they kill Abel, which is so sad. Don't kill Abel. That's just mean. Um, oh, and then the gargoyle. Oh my oh, god! Yeah. And Abel is like. It's. I appreciate so much that Kane actually saves it, and it's just like trying not to act like he actually cares when he totally clearly does. Right. This um, line, though, you you mustn't kill me. You don't love me. Oh my god! Oh. Don't stop it. You d- don't even know me. Oh, yeah. Stop it. He loves killing the oafish sweet guys. You're the worst. Yep. Um. Okay, so back, back to fairy. fairy. Fucking Nula, as I'm going to have to call her now. Um, and I blame you, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> um, Nula is... She shows up without her glamour on. Which is like this humongous insult. Um, oh, and Puck shows up again. And is just harassing the shit. Jumps on this woman and like reaches down her shirt and is grabbing her tits. Lovely. Oh, yeah. Um I would have just like ripped his fucking stomach open with my nails. And yeah, what I find interesting is I like how Nula gets in trouble because she didn't show up with her glamour, but Puck 
that's not a glamour. No. And he can just, like, go around and harass people and do whatever, and it doesn't matter. But she shows up looking less than perfect, and it's like, whoa, how dare you? Um, the patriarchy, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Even in the fairy. Here's to it. Yay. <laughs> yeah, and um, her brother's watching and is like, what the fuck is she doing? And for a minute, he's about to, like, try and let her just ride it out and see what happens. But he steps in and puts the glamour on her without her consent. And because he put it on her later on, she's not able to take it off again. Right. Um, and then he tells the queen that she, it was a bet between the two of them and she won the bet, but you know, now she's here doing what she's supposed to do. So chill out, relax. Let's just, uh, I'll be friends here. And Puck shows up and is like, hey, can I dance with you? And by dance with you, I mean straddle you with my legs wrapped around your waist while you carry me like a toddler, which <laughs> is super creepy. Um, or like a chimpanzee kind of thing. Um, and yeah, so this is supposed to be a party, I guess, but it doesn't really look fun. Um, she's sure as hell not enjoying being here. And he's talking to her about dream. Yeah. And he calls him a pale and prissy pompous preening prig, a prick me dainty popinjay, a pig, which prick me dainty popinjay. I don't even know exactly what that means, but that's fine. Alliteration, man. Yeah, for sure. I feel like it just means like some, you know, weak kneed nobleman who can't stand the sight of his own blood and faints or something. You know mm. what I mean? Like somebody who's never worked a day in their lives, aristocracy, that kind of thing. Also, That's getting, what it strikes me as. Are you guys getting vibes of Dr. Seuss with the way he talk is <laughs> I mean, there's definitely vibes of Dr. Seuss in Shakespeare anyway, sometimes. That's true. Um, or vice versa. And she says, the Lord Shaper's none of those things. And he says, was none of those things. And she's like, wait, what? And, uh, and... Yeah, so it's like, he knows. No one else knows at this point, right? Yeah. What's happening Nobody in the dream. Knows. He- yeah, the hints are there that it's like, yeah. wait, how are you using was if you don't know, if you know, you don't, if you don't know what's going to happen? So he knows, because he's already using it in the was. He's speaking of dream in the past tense, if he wasn't sure that it was a sure thing that Dream was going to die. Right. I guess, like, Larissa has an idea of what's happening, but beyond that... Yeah, but it's Larissa, though. It's Larissa. <laughs> Artist formerly known as Cecily. Yes. Um, we'll get back to her. I mean, if he hired them to steal the baby, he may have let them know why he was doing it. I don't know yeah. if he would have, but he may have. Um, oh, yeah. When And she, you hurt him for me? No. I care nothing for you. Oh, ouch. Um... And he asks her if she just wore her original shape because the Dream King liked it. And uh, it's just sort of like needling her about the fact that she obviously cared about him. Yeah. Um, and then we go to the murder of ravens. It's descending over the Dreaming. And he like swears to her that he's telling the truth when he says that Dream is dead or dying. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when she, the, the last line of the chapter there is where is lady nula going yes so she she's gone she's out of there um this part which i love also oh yeah oh uh, do you want can you say can you read this next segment in dr orcus's voice because that would be amazing <laughs> wait which the murder part, of the, ravens part yeah, the murder of ravens 
part. And then I, Natasha, I need you to yell and. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As Murph Pumpkin had to be, shut up! <laughs> <laughs> Murder of ravens haunts the dreaming. Slow wings flapping bleakly like shadows. <laughs> I'm like, if I was feeling better, this might sound much more... Legit, but as I'm reading it in my head, I'm like a murder rave. Sansa dreaming. <laughs> Old men stumbling, battlebirds, dark dwellers in the aftermath. <laughs> we croak our raven secrets each to each. We share our grim joy and share our histories. Um, yeah, and, and then Pumpkin is like, "Shut up, go on." Shut. Get Seriously. out! Ooh. I'm super super bummed that Merv died. I mean, I'm sure Dream can just remake him, but still. Yeah, um, he went out like a boss, though. Yeah, he, he really did. It was pretty badass. So yeah, he, he's just sick of these fucking rhyming ravens. He's done he's with it. Poet. Um, At least none of the boss's birds thought they was poets, right? And uh, he's talking <laughs> to all of his comrades, um, just like, uh, and I love the line. They say I'm hard, and I am hard. They say I'm a bastard, and I'll tell you what. I am a bastard. A hard, tough bastard. A tough, hard bastard <laughs> with a pumpkin for a head. Right. <laughs> I love him so much. Oh I'm going to carve a pumpkin this year with this face on that he has right now with upside down. And the put frown. a cigar in his mouth, please. I probably oh, yeah. will do that, actually, because Owen has cigars. So, yeah, that's actually a good you, idea. You know he'll be totally on board with this. Yeah, he will. Um, and he pulls out this fucking machine gun. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. this thing. This... We're doing it for the dreaming. Yes. Uh. <laughs> I was thinking like, did Michael Bay direct this segment? Right. <laughs> yeah. And he comes out and uh, throw down your weapons. Just surrender peacefully, and no one will get hurt. You? What are you? And it's in red, so you know it's the Furies. And I love that pain that. Where they're asking, what are you? Yeah, and the great. way he's illustrated there. Me, um, lady, I'm your worst nightmare. A pumpkin with a gun. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds adorable. Um, and then, <laughs> we are the kindly ones. We are the amenities. And I don't know if that's how you pronounce that. It is. Yeah, you got it. That is, it is. And then, humanities this. And I'm like, really? And he's shooting, but it's like all of the bullets get redirected at him. And he is shredded. Like, really looks like he's been put through a food processor. Um, You know, for a while I was thinking the way Merv Pumpkinhead made his last stand and the way he got destroyed. I wonder if Neil Gaiman was poking fun at how... Because this this was in the 90s. 
I know Punisher was a thing. And the 90s <laughs> were like Uber, Grimdark, Rob Liefeld. So, yeah. Maybe. Ah, uh, the Punisher. Um, and then back in the castle, Lucien is like Mervyn's dad. And Dream's like, yep. That's like it. Just like, yep. Yeah. And he's pissed. Like, what the fuck? You're not even trying to protect anybody? What are you even doing? And um, he says, I knew what I was going to do. I was going to remove the mortal woman, light a hall. She's what powers this aspect of the Furies. That proved impractical. Now I am considering. But then... Right. Nula goes and does this thing that fucks everything up. Now, she doesn't know. She doesn't... She doesn't I feel bad because... I mean, it's not even like later Death points out to him, you didn't have to go. Yeah. You, you really didn't. Like, And she specifically says, like, don't you dare blame Nula for this. Yes. Um, but she's running through the woods, and one of those boggarts pops up. Yep. And uh, it's got the same, like, curly font that the creatures in Barbie's world that were in the trees. Remember those? The Neeners, the Peep Neeners. Yeah. Uh, what the hell are they called? You know what I'm talking Neeners. about. Um, oh, the... Um, tweeners. Uh, yeah, I tweeners. do. Tweeners. Tweeners, yeah. Tweeners, that's it. Um, so for a second I got really confused because since he's up in a tree also, I was like, wait, is this another... Is this the same place? Like, wait, what? Um, and maybe they I are kind like of related. Did. What's that? I feel like maybe he just recycled the font for this one, you know what I mean? Probably, yeah. It's just, I guess that stuck with me because we don't see that font that often and yeah. it being in a tree in a forest again. Um, we find out later this is Chloricon, though, right? Yes, in disguise because he's right. a douche. Um, you crippled you with pain and lies. You're hurting all the time. An elf, you built your prison cell yourself and schemed and dreamed of open skies. And she's screaming know. at him. Um, and the ladies are on this path. It's, it's like they're at the crossroads of the path. It goes splits left, right. And they're talking, you cut it. Of course I cut it. Hmm, sometimes it takes them a little while to notice. But he's <laughs> still there, isn't he, my pig's knee? Atropos, is there something you aren't telling us? What's That's the dead giveaway. And I'm like, wait. Uh, Sorry, go go ahead. Oh yeah, actually, the the dead giveaway was when they said Atropos because that's one of the names of the fate. Uh, Lacolotho, Lacassus, and Atropos. Okay. Yeah. Atropos, um, I believe, is that is death because I think Clotho is the one who pulls out the thread. Lacassus. Atropos is the 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 crone, right? Yeah, yeah. And Atropos is the one who actually cuts the thread. Um, the giveaway for me was saying my pig's knee. Because that yeah. just doesn't mean anything. But she loves doing that. Um, uh, Nula turns right instead of left. Yep. And runs into delirium instead of the, fair, the, the fates. Oh, poor delirium. She's a hot mess. <laughs> um, and she, you know, Nula's like, your brother's in trouble. And she, like, gets this look on her face. She's like, I know. I tried to get him to leave the dreaming, but he wouldn't. Um, and then have you seen my dog? Well, where did you leave it? And then, that is so extremely clever. I never thought of that. Thank you, pretty fairy. I think you must be my good fairy. Um, 
and asks if she wants a present and she says i already have one and touches the necklace the dream gave her Aw. and then i was like oh shit but i didn't think anything bad would come of it like right you know what i mean i just figured that he would come by and i didn't i figured she would actually ask him something like for something but she doesn't even seem to she just wants to see if he's actually alive or not i guess yeah um, and i mean nula has been so like her self-esteem has been brought down so many times by her brother you really think she actually has the balls to ask a dream of a boon even though he promised her one well i figured if if she was desperate enough she might like if it was she's the kind of person that would ask for a boon for somebody else not for herself mm. you know yeah but i think she's wanted to see him again you know especially if she thinks she's he's in trouble and she's like well come talk to me tell me how i can help i want to be of use to you so you'll notice me well i almost thought if it, if it turned out that he wasn't dead yet and showed up but she knew that he was like up to some shit that maybe she would say something like my boon is that you promise me that you won't die or that uh, you don't, you know, something like to keep, and he would have to because of what she asked. Um, but then he would just resent her forever. <laughs> so that's no fun either. Notice me, dream. <laughs> um, so Rose is on a plane next to some lady, some grandmotherly lady, and um, they're talking about the books that she's reading, and she's reading. Uh, here comes a candle by that dude who was raping oh, yeah. Muse. Oh, God. This was this was just yeah. Um, and the other lady's just kind of scandalized by the whole thing and really laughing, like making me laugh so much. The whole like <laughs> it sounds a bit racy. Yeah, Rose has no filter in this. She's just like really going on with what she thinks about it. Yep, and not noticing at all that this woman is not into the conversation it's so it's so adorable though because this lady isn't being rude or anything to her she just looks like scandalized but she's not it doesn't feel like she's being judgy towards rose necessarily it's just that she's uncomfortable and then she like ends it with that's why i like judith krantz really you don't have to look up any words with judith krantz yeah that's right um so back in fairy, Nula calls on Dream, and uh, he's like, "I really, this is not convenient. Can we just?" And she's like, "No, please, you have to say." And um, and then she like reminds him, "You promised me a boon," and he's like, "All right, fine." And before she'll actually give him the boon, or before she'll actually like tell him what it is. She sort of wants to have a date with him. Yeah. Can I offer you wine or pastries? If you ate flowers, I would offer you flowers. <laughs> like she's just trying to get the she's trying to get him to like stick around and hang out. And um um I mean I understand her reasons for doing this because she cares about him, but he's already acting like super rushed and I'm like, "Girl, take take a hint. You saying that is just going to annoy him further." Um so he says something about, however, as long as I remain in the dreaming, no real harm can occur. And she stops and is like, my Lord, you are no longer in the dreaming. And he says, no, I am not. The way, pan- the way that panel is drawn with his hand on his forehead, like, oh, you figured it out, have you? Yep. But you didn't uh, have to go, did you? Nope. Um. So 
the Corinthian is coming up on the castle and Lucian is out there also. It looks like a hot mess. It's like kind and of Cade. falling apart. Oh, yeah. And Kane r- walks up. That's right. Um, and he knew the Corinthian's father. I really enjoy that because he's like the original murderer, I guess. So he, hmm. he was probably kind. He probably is related to the Corinthian. Is like his great, 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 great grandfather or something. Yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> um, and things have changed since you've been away. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Bad things have happened. My brother, they wouldn't hurt me. Nobody's allowed to hurt me. That's part of my punishment, not being hurt. That's a really interesting thing. I like that, actually. Um, having to watch everybody around you get hurt, but never actually having to... It reminded me of the second Avengers movie when Tony mm. sees everybody else like laid out, but he's fine. Yeah. Um. And, of course, Kane has to hurt others. Yep. Specifically his brother, so. And, um, yeah, if, if you're going to go to the castle, I suppose I have to go with you. Safety and numbers and all that. And he's acting like it's just for, but really he wants to talk to Dream about getting revenge on these motherfuckers who killed his brother. Even though he's trying to act like that's not it. Right. Um, and let's see. Oh, this is such a weird story. Um, I'll tell you a secret. A raven created the world. When Noah sent him out to find land, he couldn't find any. It had all been washed away, so he he created it. He shat the dry land, and he pissed the fresh water. And then he flew off, laughing fit to burst. So that was the world there for the dove to find. Really? <laughs> They don't admit to it, of course. Who wants to be blamed for creating the world? <laughs> I love that line. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. Like, I, I do sometimes think that I, if I ever found that guy, you know, yep. hey, I'm, re- I'm responsible for all this, I'd be like, cool, man. Can you uh, come here a second? Right. I just want to you. I just I just talk to you about something real quick. I just want to beat your face in. It's like uh, that in the um, preview chapter for Winds of Winter where um, one of the squires of Barristan He's from the lamb people. or what? And he says that, man, if I ever die today and meet the great shepherd, I will grab his staff and break it in half and hit him over the head with it for creating a meek people. Yeah. <laughs> enslaved by the... That's right. Or whatever. Um, so, right. he... He's also oh, very preacher. Oh. Sorry. Oh. The, the preacher comic is very much about, like, I'm sorry, God's real and he created all this? Cool. I'd like a word with him. Oh, Okay. It's uh, it, it's it basically a grim take on the uh, what if God was one of us? Oh no, <laughs> no, don't! It's gonna be in my head forever. brutal. <laughs> uh, <sighs> um. So they show the castle. Yeah, and, and <laughs> I don't know where his nibs is. I love when people <laughs> call him his nibs. I, I don't know why that always entertains me so much. Um, 
I do have certain opinions of my own about the advisability or otherwise of just bopping off on little jaunts while insane primeval forces destroy your kingdom and its luckless inhabitants, but then that's the kind of fellow I am. Opinionated. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they, the, when they come up to the front gate, the, uh, the gargoyle, the little, I, sh- I say little, giant dragon man. <laughs> well, the wyvern, right? Giant Giant Dragon Man is the lesser known of the, uh, it's the sequel to Little Lion Man. I gotcha, yeah. (laughs) Um, and they mentioned, like, there were going to be apartments built for you, Corinthian, but since we never got to finish them, you could just hang out in the throne room, because that's super comfortable. Looks like a fucking airport. Um. It's Denver Airport. (laughs) Right? It's the worst place. And, I, he says something about the four of us and Corinthian when they get inside is like, Hey, by the way, four of us. And he says, well, I couldn't just leave it there. And then there's the little gargoyle poking his head out and he just says, Eeple. Oh, (laughs) so cute. Daniel goes, doggy. Oh my God. I can't. It's so adorable. Um, all right. So dream. And he, He's so done. Like, I feel so bad for fucking Nula. She just can't get a goddamn break. Um, he's telling her, I wish that you hadn't done this. They're in the they're in the dreaming now. She says, surely such as they have no power over you, my lord. And he tells her about the fact that he killed his son. And she says, you want them to punish you, don't you? And he doesn't answer. He just looks really morose. And um, he tells about his being imprisoned. And... She asks, what if you stayed here in Fairy? Would they follow you here? And suggests that maybe he could just run and, you know, go yeah. from one world to another. And eventually they find him, but he can just keep moving. Because he says they're really slow. Like, they'll, they'll get him eventually, but they don't move quickly. Right. And um, she says, I'm really sorry. When you go back, what will you do? He says, I'll do what I have to do. But before I go, you have a boon of me, don't you? And she says, I wanted you to love me. And there's this like two panes of silence. And she looks up at him, hopefully, in the first. And the second one, she just looks down like, oh, brother. And he says, do you think that love is a gift like a bauble or a trinket? Something I can reach into a pouch and present to you? And she says, I gave my love to you years ago. And he says, did you? I did not realize. Dumb piece of shit. Oh, God. On reflection, while I cannot give you the thing itself, I could give you a dream of my love. And she says, I already have that, my lord. Oh, brother. That's the saddest fucking shit. Why does everybody fall in love with dream? What is the thing? (laughs) Oh, my God. You know, I don't get it either, but I have a feeling that I'm going to sound exactly like Cecily when she fell for him. She's like, what did they see in him? Five five issues later. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, she's fighting for him again. Right? He's just, you know what? He's super pretty and he's all powerful, Natasha. I mean, come on. I'm, he's, like, it's weird because of the illustrations. He doesn't even look super pretty. Like, there's that one pane on the previous page where she's got her arm linked through his and he looks like a skeleton with skin wrapped over it. Um, so. That's just an artist, that's just an artist rendering. We couldn't possibly, like, if he was standing in front of you. I would be blinded would by his beauty. Be, you would be blown away maybe that's what it is yeah and you know he he's also like he's really smart and well-read like he kind of invented shakespeare (laughs) 
That's you know, true. And all this other shit. You know, he's probably he's. A, I'm, I, I bet he's a great conversationalist when he's not being a moody fuck. So I guess that he's like the ultimate equivalent of like the moody artist <laughs> that women always seem to fall for. Yeah. Which is he one that like, I've also never understood because every element of that exaggerated. Yeah, exactly. Um, like, you know what they say about guys like that, right? They're the worst ex-boyfriends. They oh my God, forget it. I'll like, kill myself <laughs> if you leave me. Well, we've seen that too from him. Yep. Worst ex-boyfriend ever. Yeah. At least none of your ex-boyfriends condemned you to hell. <laughs> There's that. They would have, though. I bet if I bet if they could, they would have. I mean, it's one thing to do it, like you know, to say I, you're to hell with you. You're going to hell, and it's another thing to actually send you to hell. So. Hey guys, I've been meaning to ask: if you had to date any of the endless, who would you date? Desire. Oh, Desire. <laughs> but but they're really good in bed. True. I'm, I have no doubt. Uh. Hmm. I don't know. Destruction seems pretty fun now. I'd probably I, yeah, go for I Destruction. Say, I would date Destruction now. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. I think I could go for Death. Um, Just, you know, yeah. <laughs> I could go for Death. That sounds I mean, super del- depressing when you just take it out of context. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. I don't know. Delirium seems super fun to hang around, but she's also like really young. I feel like if you tried to so, have sex with Delirium, her attention would drift and she would suddenly just like get up and go start making cupcakes in the kitchen without even realizing that she hadn't finished. You know what? It's not all about sex, Natasha. Well, yeah, it is, though. Isn't it? That's why you chose Desire. That's why, yeah, that's why you chose Desire. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel that if you dated Delirium, though, she might accidentally turn you into a fish. She would that be fun? <laughs> and then she'd forget oh, where you went and never be able to turn you back. <laughs> Or you, or you, you, uh, you became attached to her. Like you know how she has that fish balloon that floats around. That that would be you. Uh, I feel like if like if death were one of those women where she has this job to do, but she doesn't want to talk about it when she gets home, like that'd be okay. So, like she seems like a pretty down to earth girl. You know, like like I could I could have a conversation with her. I just don't want to be involved in you know work. Okay, I think that's fair. Um. All right. So back to Rose. Um, Zelda died while she was gone. And she's, like, really in shock over this because she just didn't think that she was going to go. And this woman behind the desk is such a dick. She is skinny Kim Davis. Um, oh, God. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh. Don't, don't. Oh, okay. Not not now. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. We have a limited amount of time. Um. But yeah, she's like walking away, like really upset, and the woman's yelling at her. Don't forget, we take Mastercard and Visa. Oh, fuck you! Sit the fuck down. You know what you take? My foot up your ass. That's what you take. <laughs> but you know, there are people that are like this at hospitals. I have seen it. Uh, I'm so glad I haven't had to deal with that yet. Um. So, yeah, she's like talking to herself, and. Uh, or she's like, it's like her internal monologue. I go down the hall to the left, say hello to Mrs. Burroughs and realize that somewhere in all this mess, I'd been expecting a miracle. I'd been waiting for death to spit Zelda back to give her up for some kind of magic miracle cure. And um, I feel like I've been defending Rose a lot on this podcast because I do enjoy her character. Mm-hmm. But this whole page, I'm just like, oh, okay, okay, just stop. Really? Like, yeah, I didn't, you know. There's no miracles, there's no magic, there's no dreams, there's just pain and death and visa slips. Like, I get it, but I don't really 
care to hear it. I get what you're saying. It's a... I mean... I don't know. There's something about it. I, I sign another visa slip. All the weird shit tumbles into perspective. It doesn't matter and it isn't real. Um, I mean... I get where she's coming from now. I also love that it basically looks like the crone is helping her to take care of all this <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. There's something about that. It feels like this is kind of cliched, but it's such, there are a reason that cliches exist. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's, what's so frustrating to me is like some of the stuff that I'm thinking about, like when my, Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Father died. That I would think, and I would literally like get mad at myself for my own thoughts because I felt like I was sounding so pretentious in my own head. But it's like really hard to avoid that when you're thinking about concepts this huge. And yeah, you know I, what I, I mean? mean, I've never had a family member that close to me die yet, mm -hmm. thankfully. So I don't know what that's like, but I do know when I've had, you know, friends die, it's never like I get that you can slip into this kind of thinking, but it, it struck me always as never being useful. Like that's always what I use to get out of it. You know, it's mm -hmm. like this isn't helping me. Let's let's think about, you know, how great it was while this person was around. You know what I mean? And but that's just how I handle death. So. And, like, that's the it's thing is, like, like, people say, like, it doesn't help you. And it's like, well, if the only definition you have of help is to bring the person back to life, then no. But I don't feel like, I don't feel like feeling the loss and grieving isn't helping. I think that's the definition of helping. And if you keep pushing that down and away and down and away, it, that shit's going to come up. Like, you can't push, push it down forever. The pressure is going to be too much. So I just find different ways of grieving to be more helpful for me personally. That's all. Okay. Um, but I, I totally understand it. So she's on the street walking by this dude and she gives him all of the stuff that she had bought for Zelda. And the dog that dream that delirium had lost is right there. You'll never be able to eat all those chocolates on your own, you know? <laughs> Oh, he's right there. I was so excited. This entire time, right? This entire time. Right? Um, so back in the throne room, everybody's talking about where Dream is. Is he going to come back? Um, Lucian is like, yeah, he was gone to 60 years one time, and he came back eventually. And they're, they're sort kind of, of all reminiscing about that. about that. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, it's so easy because we didn't see that. We saw him imprisoned 
and that's it. We didn't see right. the slow decay of everything. So, and you that fashion thing going through her faces. That's right. What's that? Remember um, when when he when um, Morpheus first came back to the dreaming after being imprisoned, and uh, he was taking stock of you know who's here, tally, roll call, etc. And uh, Lucien was saying that the fashion thing has been running amok. Oh was, right, yeah. right. I forgot about that. Madonna witch. Um, That's right. Oh, we get destiny at some point, right? Oh yes. After this. After this, uh, they hand. Daniel, this little ball to play with that looks... I don't know what the significance of this is. Am I supposed to know? Is this just I, looking into the dreaming and all the different areas? I have no idea what it is. Well, he's looking at it and it looks like it's like kind of starting to light up. But then the Corinthian reaches down. Maybe we should find him something else to play with. I'm like, okay. I feel like this is maybe a hint of Daniel's potential. Oh, okay. I got you. It, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um. Because- he it, he goes completely monochrome, right? Yeah. yeah. So which, that was what kind of puzzled me for a second. It's like all of a sudden everything's white. Um, which is what, well, we'll get there. So, Destiny. This uh, is creepy and trippy. I feel like talk- this, this was a Madonna video for Frozen, <laughs> I believe, with the doppelgangers, hooded doppelgangers just floating around. I forgot <laughs> about that video. Um... And he's describing that um, the reality storm that's going to strike, which we saw two books ago that's at right. this point. That's right. Um, one book ago. Was it? Yeah, it was the one right before this one. Yeah. Oh, it was? It's just taking us a while God. to get through timely ones. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was two, two ago. Okay. Um, cause and effect will jostle, unable to tell quite which came first. The event horizon will come closer and closer. Wrecks and mirages of time and occasion. Am I the true destiny? Are you? And then all the writing becomes clearer on this page. And uh, it's like the dialogue that was just, and then, you know, the Am intro the on the destiny? next page. Are you? Um, it begins as a carriage pulled by two black horses panning across the waters of night, their hooves striking sparks of tiny stars splashing through the wet darkness in a wild, tireless gallop. Nice. And then it turns into a train, and fucking, he gets off of this shit like a f- rock star, <laughs> Billy oh idling God. it so also, hard. Also, the train leaves a nursery, nursery rhyme in its wake. I mean, that is epic. Right? All around me, darkness gathers. Fading is the sun that shone. We must speak of other matters. You can be me when I'm gone. I hate when oh, yeah, people rhyme that. gone with words that sound like own. Don't do <laughs> it. That's like when they rhyme the word pain with a gain. Is that um the same poem as is in the fortune cookie that the fates open later on? Yes. Okay. Oh, okay. That's cool. Well, it, it's the next stanza. In, in, oh, I see. I see. Yeah. Okay. Which I yeah. Um. All right. That's so the epitaph on my uncle's name. Is it? Mm-hmm. Wow. Fan of the Sandman. <laughs> By the way, uh, just qu- quick update: not much written about Sigyn in Norse mythology. She's basically considered the goddess of loyalty. Uh, because her the thing she's known for is sticking around while Loki is being punished. Oh, okay. Um, and she's sometimes referred to as uh, the goddess of grieving as well. So Okay, that makes sense. 
Stand anyway. by your man. Sure. Um, she is a trap queen. <laughs> so he comes home and uh, fucking poor Kane is just trying to get his attention. And Dream is so cold. I have no interest in discussing this matter at this time. Oh, it just hurts so bad. Um, and I mean, Kane backs off later than Sire, of course. Yeah. But he just looks so, like, bummed out. Um, and then he turns and speaks to the Fates who are standing there. The Furies, or the, the kindly Furies, ones, yeah. yeah. Um, and they have taken the castle because he was gone. Surprise. And he yep. says, you shall do none of these things. You will leave now. And they strike him with the scorpion whip. That's right. Oh, he's shit. Like, you dare? When he says you dare, I'm like, really? That's the that's the best you can come up with? So many. I have been listening to Jim Butcher, the Dresden Files series on yeah. audiobook. And the number of times that some person in power says you dare. I really like the series. Don't get me wrong. It's really fun and imaginative and cool. But it for a minute... I was confused because he says that here and I'm like, wait, somebody else just said that like four pages ago, didn't they? And then I realized that it was because I had been listening to the audiobook like 10 minutes earlier and they said that there. Um, so I was just kind of like, that's it. Come on. You can't do better than that. But he's not one for like witty banter back and forth. He's just mm. pretty stead. Um, and it's funny because like in the middle of this, Lida somewhere inside the Furies recognizes Daniel and she's like, wait. He's alive? Hold on. Wait, we don't have to do this after all. And they're like, huh, this is not about Daniel. It's never been about Daniel. And we're going to do what we're going to do. And you can either help us or you won't. But no, this is happening. And the so way can... the Furies look like inside her head. Oh, oh my God. My... They're wearing these like bras that are of skeleton hands cupping their breasts. Yep. Oh my God. And the, the, I guess she's the crone because she's the most withered out of all of them. Her oh, she's definitely the crone. Yeah. Her hips are like, what? Oh, my God. To her waist. They are down there. The hands are like, I can't handle this. We need two more pairs. <laughs> they um, talk about how much they hated Orpheus because he made them cry, which yes. I believe was mentioned before. That is exactly what happened in A Song for Orpheus, remember? Yeah, that's right. Yep. Stephanie, when he sang to Hades and Persephone, Stephanie was like, you made the Furies cry. That's a bad thing. Uh-oh. Yeah. And there's that great shot of the, I think I think it's the maiden, like, that's grinning sadistically. Yes, I told oh. you once, I won't tell you again. We don't rescue, we revenge. And, uh... It's too late for that. Then we go to, like, all these different people with shit going on. Um, we have, uh, Hell... And the one, the usual one-sided conversation there between Remiel and Duma. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, this occurs at the same moment that a customer at Lux's drunk and flirtatious peeks beneath Mazakine's half mask. He satisfies his curiosity as he loses one after the other: his drink, his lunch, and his sanity. <laughs> Yikes. Um, Larissa finds herself to her surprise missing the Dream King, missing the cool of his skin, missing his voice, remembering everything that drew her to him three years ago. His absence hurts. The sudden burst of affection and desire discomforts her. She puts it from her. The, the circle is secure. The woman is safe. Um, 
Yep. That, yeah. Right? Um, ex, ex-boyfriend blues. That moment. That moment when, that awkward moment when. Um, so, um, Dream says enter. So apparently he has walked away and is like getting changed. The, mm. the Furies have left him alone for a little while. They Put on his good jeans, man. Yeah. He's putting on a pair of gloves. Um, uh, will you be keeping the scar, Lord? I do not <laughs> know. I suppose so for now. Um, and he says that he is going to go do what he must and gets his helmet. And uh, in the reflectory, there is a small wooden box which contains an eagle stone. The Emerald Lord? Exactly. Pre- please bring that to me also. Um and as usual, talking about responsibilities, I will do what I must as he puts his helmet on. Yep. And he goes to... First, he goes to... By the, the way... Uh, e- Sorry, go Eagle, ahead. Uh, Eagle Stones? Mm-hmm. Um, the name of one of Richard Maddox's best-selling books from the Calliope chapter. Oh! Yeah. I remember that now. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's fun. Anyway. Um, so Matthew comes down, Matthew's illustrations here are so, he looks so, he looks so like bummed out, bemused, just like, I love him so much here. And that, the one that you posted today, Anton, yeah, with the penny for your thoughts, penny for your thoughts. and then the little pain after where he's just looking super annoyed. I actually was, when I was reading that, I stopped and like laughed out loud and had to point it out to Owen because it just entertained me so much. <laughs> I don't know what it was about it that got me. This but is one of the best story arcs for Matthew in the entire series. I love him so much. Oh, that's great. I love the whole thing where he goes with Dream, you know. Yes. Doesn't desert him. Um, and he says the Corinthian is sworn to destroy you for deserting him. <laughs> I'm honestly kind of sorry I asked. Yeah. And uh, Dream is looking at the the emerald, and he hands it down for Daniel to hold on to while he goes and does his thing. Interesting. It's one of the twelve Dream Stones. Yes. The least of them. Um, and uh... he talks about how it would be almost possible to believe that the fast that the facet was the jewel, not just a tiny part of it. But then, as we move the jewel, another facet catches the light. Uh, so what's your point? My point. <laughs> I have no point, Matthew. Yeah, I'm Dream. I'm <laughs> I just say things. <laughs> he, like, you know, he's so down to earth. He basically asks Dream why he can't just like make the Furies go away because he's awesome that way. And Dream's right. like, there are rules, dude. I broke them. Um, and he says to, of Daniel, we have spoken. Yeah. You know, whatever that means. He can't talk. Um, yeah, we have <laughs> spoken. So he looks annoyed again. So what now? And he says, farewell, Matthew, I shall not forget you. And then there's this pause, and he's like, Ma- Matthew? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I sent you away. And he's, he's like, nope, not if I don't want to go. So he decides to go with him, and they uh, get transported with lightning and rain and wind. Yeah, they're a nightmare, the, they're the fringes of nightmare. It's pretty great looking. It is. And so, then dreams like a penny for your thoughts, Matthew. What am I going to do with a penny? <laughs> Everybody's way too literal here. Yeah. Um, oh, so, it's great when you turn the tables on me with your pun. <laughs> so back with delirium, she's got her fish balloon, 
Oh my god, she's so funny. I am following my fish. First uh, of all, I like how she stumbles in so innocently into luck. Yeah. Yes. The end of the artist formerly known as Satan. <laughs> That's right. And I love what she says to Mazaki. If you don't let me in, I will turn you into a demon half-faced waitress nightclub lady with a crush on her boss, and I'll make it so you've been that from the beginning of time to now. You'll never, ever know if you were anything else, and it will itch inside your head worse than little bugses. Oh, man. That hurts, man. And Mazaki just slowly backs away like, like what? <laughs> um... We are no longer employees of hell. I am not under any benefits, so screw this shit. Yeah. Yep. And he go. Uh, he deserves you. If he deserves me, he must have been very, very good indeed. I am following my fish. <laughs> I love that so much. Um, you all get right. a brief shot of Dream and Matthew back in Nightmare. They look so just, cool. I love this. Yeah, it's great art. And they just talk about like why they're standing here waiting for the Furies. And then we go to, what, Vixen? Oh, right. Who it turns out is Hal. (laughs) Yeah. Hal, this is your drag name? Really? Vixen? Vixen, that's it. Vixen. Yeah, I feel like that could be better. And apparently Hal and Rose had a falling out. Yeah, because, I don't know, she questioned his celebrity or something. Which seems valid to have done, because it seems like (laughs) he's being kind of a douche. Yeah. But whatever. But um, she tells him that Zelda's dead and he makes j- some j- jokes about AIDS, which isn't cool. No. Nope. Yeah, very flippant too. Very, very Yeah. Flippant. Yeah, just seems much like very like hardened and jaded and everything and doesn't even want to go to the funeral. Like yeah, she's gonna be like the only a, person there and he's like, nah. It seems like he had a falling out with Chantal and Zelda too. Yes, definitely. And he refuses to go to the funeral and she calls him an asshole, which yeah. she is. Yeah, I like that. And I can't wear black. I'm in autumn. Asshole how? The word yeah. you're looking for is asshole. <laughs> Only assholes care about that. What does he mean by that? I'm in autumn? What does it's that mean? A, there's a stupid, you know, the same idiot fashionistas that, like, dictate that fuchsia is the color of the year. Oh yeah. They say that based on your skin and hair, skin tone and hair color, you fall under a spring, an autumn, a winter, or a summer, or whatever. Oh it's, yeah, it's it's so arbitrary. It's it's one of those things that just remind reminds me that fashion is such an arbitrary and like it has no utilitarian purpose. It's 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 one of the things that we we only care about when we have you know a lot of disposable income. But when things are tough, it's the first thing to go. Got it. Yeah, it's um. I would be considered a winter because I look good in jewel tones, black and bright white. Same. I'm yep. a winter. Um, I'm a jeans and a metal man T-shirt. <laughs> I don't know what that falls or under. Summer. Oh, is that it? Okay. Idea. <laughs> okay. So let's see. Um, back we have with- this really great touching moment with Matthew and Dream here. Yeah, Sorry. this is so like Matthew. I love Matt. He's my favorite. He's like my number one forever. I love Matthew so much. Can I have... It's Halloween times. There's got to be like raven dolls around. I want one. Will somebody get me a raven that's got feathers and is like the good size to perch on my shoulder and I'll go as... uh, Who will I go as for Halloween? (laughs) I'll go as uh, Fat Dream. (laughs) Road trip. I was going to say Sexy Dream. 
No. No sexy dream. No sexy any version of something that's not originally <laughs> sexy for Halloween. I'm going to go as a sexy <laughs> slice of pizza. I'm a oh sexy God. fish stick. Despair. <laughs> sexy despair. You've heard the call, vassals of unspoiled. Get Natasha a raven. I want a raven. Stat. Um, so whatever happens, it was good being your raven. I mean, really. It was good being your friend. Uh... Friend? Yeah, friend. Shit. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> so good. You're Dream. ruining the moment, man. Why does he suck so much? God. <laughs> um, then, and ladies, like, I'm right, here. Cool. Yeah. Back to but Lux. then we're back in Lux. Um, welcome, Lady Delirium. Come in. Come in. <laughs> it sounds so like <laughs> Bond villain. Um, and I want my dog back. And I want my brother, all right? I don't want him hurt or anything. That's my request, please. Um, and he says, I told him, you know, I told him years ago. It was at the end of my reign. I closed the final door to hell and I told him. I told him that I owed him much for having given me the impetus to go. I told him that there was always freedom, even the ultimate freedom, the freedom to leave. You don't have to stay anywhere forever. That was an <laughs> yeah, and the, another hint of, like, he's doing this because he wants to. Yep. And I leave places. I am sure you do. Sure, sure you do. <laughs> um, I swore to destroy him, your brother. I didn't know why. Oh, he embarrassed me. He said something he thought was clever. It's not that important. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, like, I don't even remember. And then... Go and find your dog, child. Go and find your dog. It's too late to help your brother. Aw. So sad. And she listens to him, apparently. Yeah. Um, so they're both perched on these tiny spires of rock. And um, at this point, Dream tells Matthew that Lucien was his first raven. And Lucien doesn't even remember that, apparently. Mm-hmm. It was like so long ago and such a whole different life. And he just doesn't even know. Yeah. Um, then they show up and we are here, dream Lord. And then yeah. back to fairy. We're all over the place. This, uh, this, yeah, they're volume. just like interspersing what's happening here in the dreaming with well, like every other character. Time. Yep. Seeing the climax. So it's getting really tense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and this is when the Boggart shows up and is taunting her and being shitty. And, uh, his poem is great, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I quoted this last week. It's really great, and I keep on forgetting that it came from this volume. The uh, princess, the river holds the trout. So does the world take care of me. And if you do not choose to see that what we are, we choose to be. It's hard, but it is still all. But uh, but all, is all one to me. The rule is cruel, but there is no doubt. I'll dream tonight of storms at sea. Be sure your sins will find you out. That's it. Yeah, I love how she knows it's him because he asks what she thought. Yeah. I love like, She's like I do not care for your poetry, Chloricon. <laughs> Only you would hang around for a fucking audience. Yeah. I I wish Chloricon had said something like, Have you ever been to the poetry readings of Lord Destruction? <laughs> um and She's crying because Dream doesn't love her. Would it be better if he was in dire need and did love you? <laughs> Stop being fucking practical, Chloricon. She's just emotional, and that's fine. Don't be a dick. And she's taken off. She's leaving. She wants her, her face back. Yep. 
which I really appreciate that. I, I like the fact that she is just so done with this um, and that she knows that, you know, she's not yeah. riding the fence anymore. Um, all right. So back with Dream. You have come to reckon with us. Yes, I want you to leave my realm. I want you to stop harming the entities who live here under my protection. And they're just basically like, nope, fuck you. And um, Matthew is like still sort of like trying to interrupt. What are they asking? What are they saying? I love him so much. (laughs) And Dream, this is just not your concern. Yeah. And Death shows up. And she's like, so where's my brother? And this is what I had actually mentioned, like, last episode, I think. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Mm-hmm. It was like she was going to have to come for him. But she was way less upset about it when she goes to see him than I thought she would be. And I'm not sure if it's because she knew he was going to be okay in the end anyway. Or what? But she really wasn't. didn't seem that cut up about it. Maybe yeah, it's, it's kind of. Sh- it's ahead. interesting to consider how much she actually knows about what's going to happen, like how much advance notice she gets. You yeah. Know? Um, but so, so he see. he starts taking off his shit. Oh yeah, he takes off yeah. his helmet, and Matthew is like, "What the fuck are you doing?" All your protection, bro. Yep, and um, he says to bring them back to uh, the castle. And he's like, they're too big. And he shrinks them down into these two tiny yeah. little things, which is adorable. Take them, please. I'm sorry. Take them, please. <laughs> uh, I apologize. Will you take them, please? Okay, sure. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. He's just like etiquette lesson, sir. And I like um, Matthew's face when he says, take them, please. Like, really, dude? Yep. Lord of dreaming, and you can't say please. <laughs> and he asks if he can come back, and Dream's like, I'm afraid not. And, uh, all right, I'll see you when you come back to the castle. And Dream doesn't answer. Well, he says goodbye, Matthew. Yep. And he tosses his cloak. He unclasps it, then he tosses it and off. And takes Go his, shirtless. Uh, his gloves oh. off. The and gloves come off, ladies and gentlemen. And Matthew tells Stream he wants you to go to him. Tells death. Or, yeah, death. Thank you. And she shows up and he's just sitting on this spire of rock. Uh, So, you know, I've been worried about you. The last time we had this conversation, you threw a loaf of bread at me. (laughs) (laughs) So he gives her a loaf of bread and she makes some pigeons to eat the crumbs. I love this so much. He conjures one and hands it to her. Here. (laughs) (laughs) I believe you like sim- symmetry, sister, correct? Yes. Um, I'm tired, my sister. I am very tired. And that really is like kind of the whole crux That's of it. this, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is and one of fucking my favorite moments. <laughs> Corinthian throws this knife and it looks like he's going to try and kill Matthew, of course, because you think, oh, he's already said that he's going to kill Matthew for abandoning him. But 
he spears this fucking creepy ass spider and uh it was called it's- nibis or possibly merely a nibis i forget it was one of lord morpheus prisoners all of them were freed about an hour ago i presume by the ladies oh no yeah. that's bad I love it. It's just the ultimate buddy cop moment, you know? Right. Like, once again, you know, Matthew and... Or what is it? Uh, uh, Ray, wait, wait. Wings and Raven and the Eye Guy? And the Eye oh, Guy. Yeah, Raven and the Eye Guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. So you and your Swiss Army knife take on the world, huh? You're going to try and kill me now? I ought to, but... Hell, bird. Life's too short. And they're friends again. Right? Well, thanks, oh. I think. Um, and partners. let's see. They're partners. Partners. Let's see. Uh, there's but three furies found in spacious hell, but in a great man's breast, three thousand dwell. And fucking Matthew looks so cranky. Whatever. <laughs> what the? F- <laughs> Fine. Fine. Oh. Um. So back to dream and death. Yeah. I don't know anyone who can be so completely straightforward and so utterly devious at the same time. That's really great, good line. Great description of him. Yep. Um, I've known you longer than anybody. You've been down much farther than this in the past, and you've come back. They took the dreaming away from you once, and you regained it. Remember? And she she He's says trying to say that like I didn't plan this. Yeah, he just doesn't want to admit. And I, but I was forced to leave the dreaming. Don't you start blaming Nula for this. You didn't have to leave. You didn't have to do anything. And I love that illustration of him with his hand to his mouth like, oh, oh, (laughs) no, you're you're right. right. (laughs) I see it now. The telling line from death also is where she goes, there's personal responsibility too, you know, not, not only the kind you're always talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is always, she always sets him straight. And every time she does, he's just like, oh, I guess you're right, because you're always right. <laughs> yes, I'm reminded of Seasons of Myth, uh, the prologue, where uh, yeah. where he goes, oh, oh, my sister, I believe that you have a point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. I yeah, made she... a little too severe with Nada. 10,000 years does seem a little much. Um, I love, too, when she says, you could have just left, like, destruction. And he says, no, I could not. And there's this long pause, and she goes, no, you couldn't, could you? Because he's just not the same person as Destruction. Yeah. He can't do that. It would eat at him forever. Yeah. Um, and We're flashing through people quick now. Yes. Yeah. What was that rumbling? That was the roots of the dreaming. It was a quake. And Lyda is freaking out. We see her like as she actually is. We see her as the Medusa-haired you know and then we see her in the armor with the furies um and then uh delirium (laughs) are you there where did you go hello your little friend the the borgal rentapole he's gone i loved that guy too he was so funny (laughs) so oh yeah for something that looks so i don't know weird yeah right (laughs) Uh, Nula spies the hill portal and urges her pony toward it, and the wind is ice in her face. And this is passing strange in fairy, where it is always most clement and gentle. Um, and Loki. Loki. Uh, Ravens. He, I'm just like, that whole illustration of Loki is just so, oh, looks terrible. Yeah. Hundred ravens flapping and looking around expectedly. Did you feel that, Dream King? We are ripping your world apart. He says, I felt it. And they're just, like, trying so hard to, like, 
lord it over him? Like they want him to have more of a reaction. Can you not feel it? Yes, I can. What will you do to stop us? What can you do? They're like just yeah. egging him on so bad. He's just not even trying to fight it. Um, and Dream is over it. I have no, had death. quite death enough. Is over it. Or, yeah, death. Sorry. I keep doing that. <laughs> you know why? Because they are the pale twins. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely. They're and the ones that I love the like out of everybody. I love how Death is like, I've had quite enough of this. And then there's like this smaller Fury script. She's like, we are merely performing our function, lady. We're, we're not. Don't be mad at us. It's like, yeah, you are, but you're also gloating a ton, which isn't really the same. Yeah. So maybe just chill out a little bit. Um, and she says there, and the sky has like cleared up a little bit more behind her in that pain. Um, what are we going to do with you? They're destroying the dreaming. What else can we do? I made all the preparations necessary. And she says, you've been making them for ages. You just didn't let yourself know that was what you were doing. And he says, if you say so. And he takes her hand and there's this explosion of light. And you, they disappear from the top of this rock spire. More great art here. Yeah, this is really cool. Double spread. Um, the Lady Nula, yep. where are you going? Um, and she's trying to get out and Titania is there blocking her way, but then gets this look on her face because she feels it, mm-hmm. uh, that he's gone. Um, and then delirium finds Barnabas finally. Oh, right. Oh, I was so cute. And the old man, that was great. I love that. She's like, I can give you a present. He's like, yeah, I don't think that's a good plan. <laughs> I love yeah. He's just so like, he's so much more sane than everybody else for considering everything. Considering he's crazy. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And Barnabas is so sweet. I will never, ever, as long as I live, let you out of my sight again for a single solitary second. Oh, he's so cute. Yeah. He's gone. He's not in my mind anymore. I'm sure he can take care of himself. I I don't think so. I don't so. think so. <laughs> um, okay. And then we are back with uh, Lucifer. And Mazakin. Yeah. I cannot deal with her dialogue. It takes too much for me to figure it out. I hate it. I agree. It. I can't. Um, but they take off again, basically. Yeah. They're abandoning this whole place. <coughs> and it's fun because of his hair, like the profile. He always has the uh, horns. Um, yeah. Then let's see. It's the funeral. And Hal actually does show up. Thank God, because I was about to be really pissed at him. We'll just assume everything you said yesterday was right and that everything I said was wrong, shall we? Easier that way. I enjoy that. That's the sweetest apology anyone's ever made to me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So let's see. Chantel had a kidney replacement. The donor was HIV positive, although she probably didn't know it. Some woman who died in a shooting. Bits of her were rushed to the hospitals all over. One of her kidneys went into Chantal. Um... It was a fluke that wasn't caught then. Not all the transplantees got AIDS. Eight out of 57 people, something like that. Wow. Yeah. That's rough. I forgot about like how people just didn't screen for that, you know? Um, yeah. So, yeah, it was innocent. It really was just bad luck. And Rosalita, there isn't any innocent. There isn't any guilty. There's just dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess... I don't know sure. about that. I, if you want to say that, fine. I'm not going to argue with you if it makes you feel better. But mm, um, and then we find out that Rose is pregnant. 
Yes. Oh no, this is bad news. Yeah, well, I assume with that with the Englishman, butler. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Um. So, oh, and uh, and Alex wakes up. I forgot about this. Yes. Which his dream is gone. Yeah, this was interesting because I'm like, so all of these different things that Dream has done to like keep people in place have shattered. And I'm trying to think of all the various things that he has done and whether like, what about the author of here comes a candle? Is he not crazy anymore? I don't know. They don't really bring it up. Yeah. Like just different things like that. I'm like, is that undone or maybe he's dead by now? I don't know how, you know, but we, we do know the furies didn't get uh, into his chest to open that shit up. So Azazel is presumably still in there. Right. That's true. Thank God. He's so annoying. (laughs) Yeah. Um, okay, so then, yeah, we have these couple of uh, nursing home outside of town, um, and this woman's dreaming about her husband who had died and wakes up with tears on her cheeks. Um, and then she finds Alex? Yes. This was a sad, like, he always has to make me feel really bad for these little tiny side characters. Yeah. <laughs> it's always some horrible, tragic past. Um, I loved this so much. Lido wakes up and Larissa is sitting there and is like, so, and is extremely matter of fact about what happened to her. Uh, you are a pawn who briefly became a knight and you've just been taken off the board. And, uh, I take a shower and then start running. If I were you, lots of people are going to want to hurt you or kill you for what you've done and lifts her book to her face. And then including me, Mm -hmm. ah, snippity snap. She also mentions that her uh, Lyda's actions have ensured that she'll never see Daniel again. Yeah. Oh. But I like that she's just like, all right, hey, welcome back. Here's some tea. Now get the fuck out of here. Yep. Your son's yeah. never coming back. Enjoy that. Red Zinger. If I see you again, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> What's that? Oh, I, you know, basically we've learned the same. People are going to want to take vengeance upon you, myself included. Yep. Yeah. Um... And so, then we see Daniel. I love this like picture of the the castle and dreaming looking like a fucking Halloween card. It, yeah. You know, with the bats around it. I mean, it literally looks like I have a book in my room on display as part of my like Halloween book display called Dracula's Guest. And the cover of it looks almost exactly like this. Um, and yeah, we zero in on Daniel inside holding the emerald, which his hand starts to get um, more and more mature and older looking his fingers lengthen the emerald shrinks and shrinks until it's like a little pendant mm-hmm. and then it's dream again and the Corinthian says Daniel and dream says no not any longer but he looks well, real creepy he's not quite yeah, it's dream all, it's albino dream right it's like he's all white and the jewel is green and not red basically. Yeah. and he has no eyes yeah as opposed to the starry eyes where he's when his skin was you know. Yeah. Um, Beginnings and endings. And then we were back at the fates, back where we began. Yes. So it's finished. What did we make? What was it in the end? What it always is, a handful of yarn, a little weaving and stitching, some embroidering, perhaps a few loose ends, but that's only to be expected. So it's kind of fun. They're just like, well, no yeah. matter what it is, it's always the same. <laughs> like yeah, Same old story. That's yeah. such a bummer, but I guess. Um... And then a Florentine, a fortune cookie, and a ship's biscuit. Who's for what? 
I love how there's you don't got you guys just never have a box of cookies around. You just like throw no. random assortments of cookies into a box. Like three random things. Yep. Ha- I'll have the ship's biscuit. There's maggoty protein in there. Mm. Um I'll take the fortune cookie, my coracle. My coracle? Aw. A coracle is a boat. It's like a tiny boat. But why would you say that? that's not that it's just it's like a tiny something. <laughs> I'm just my petite pea. My right. I'm just trying to think of weird things that are small that you would call somebody that they'd be like, I guess. Um but yeah, well, what does it say? And then flowers the gathered yeah. in the morning, afternoon they blossom on, still are withered by the evening. You can be me when I'm gone. It's not even very good poetry. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And I wonder how that got in there. <laughs> and I love, at least it's not a moral. Worse than beginnings, morals. I've got no time for them. No time at all. Ah, uh, I love that so much. Yeah. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Don't do the morals. Thanks. And, and they wrap up the thread and... There, for good or bad, it's done. Welp. Oh, that's it. Yeah. That's the kindly ones. So that was, uh... So, um, the next book is... What is the next book's name? The Wake. The wake. So that must be when we see the procession that the people who are stuck in the reality storm are seeing. Presumably. I don't remember anything about it, honestly. So, and um, It's the wake. That's all you need to know. And Fair I wonder enough. if we'll meet the new dream. Um, dream 2. Dream 2.0. <laughs> uh, <laughs> dream 2. Dream harder. <laughs> <laughs> dream 2 electric boogaloo. That's right. <laughs> Um, that's a great I love the kindly ones I had forgotten how much I enjoyed this yeah story. that was cool I like that a lot um, really quickly so, I'm like fading fast over here I'm sorry guys I'm just sick and I've been having a hard time today yeah, um, yeah let's, let's put a bow on it I wanted to say hi to the most recent uh, patron who just signed up today Amber Herring so hi Amber I think she had pledged hey, before and is coming back again um, but welcome Amber again and um I'm still doing the Walking Dead video reviews. I'm going to be doing a Halloween reading of another scary story this week, which I have not picked. So if anybody has ideas, let me know. And um, I've slashed the prices on a bunch of stuff on Bandcamp, like the uh, Firefly and I'm trying to remember what the other one was. you You guys should get the Firefly one. It's really good. Oh, is it? Okay, good. I, it's been yeah. so long since I did that one. It's been like a, three years now, I think. Yeah, I know. I remember really enjoying it. That's just you solo, and it's good stuff. And um, the first four, or no, seasons two through four of uh, Game of Thrones are on there, also discounted, I think, or at least season four is. So hey, Natasha, now, we're the, now that uh, Black Mirror season two is going to be on Netflix, are we going to review it? Oh shit! I didn't know it was gonna be. I yeah, would, I nope. would like to, yep. but when is it? When is it up? I don't know yet. There's, they haven't even like filmed the episodes yet. Oh, if they haven't filmed it yet, then yeah. I'm just like, because we were just talking about how after this is over, and we're gonna do the Dunkin' Egg series, and then I want to take a break because I've just had too much on my plate recently. And uh, not from like podcasting in general, just from this line of yeah. Yeah, just from this particular one. I could use one. a break myself as well. So we've all been kind of burning candle at both ends here. Indeed. Um. But yeah, so if you guys are interested in signing up, patreon.com backslash unspoiled. You can go to unspoiledpodcast.bandcamp.com and see the Bandcamp page with all the different... um, (laughs) I cut Sharknado. (laughs) Brendan and I did a review of Sharknado, which is up on there. 
Um, and Firefly is solo except for the final episode, which is on the movie Serenity. And Brendan joined me for that one. And oh, The Walking Dead. Natasha reads The Walking Dead. That's the one that I have on there for half off also. Um, so I think it's 16 episodes and it's eight bucks now. So yeah, check those out. And then of course, um, you can find me on facebook.com backslash unspoiled pod share. Like if you guys, um, see posts, would y'all do me a favor and comment on them and just like once, and that will sometimes help me show up more in your feed because Mm -hmm. I have been getting like the saddest reach I've ever seen on any of my posts ever. I have almost, I'm at like 978 or 980 likes on Facebook and the average post is seen by like 120 people. It's super pointless. So I'm actually starting to consider like maybe not bothering with Facebook quite as much, but it's hard. You get dependent on a platform, you know, and then they have you by the short hairs. Absolutely. So, um, Miles, would you like to share anything? Uh, I'm just going to plug one thing this week, which is the Smash Fiction Podcast, which uh, is the podcast that I do with uh, some friends of mine from Los Angeles, and uh, it's super fun. We pit a fictional, two fictional characters, two or more fictional characters, against one another and argue who would win debate style. It's funny as hell, and it's a great time. You can find it on iTunes uh, and on just regular Libsyn. Um, and we could really use more listens to that, more reviews. And if it helps at all, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the next episode of Smash Fiction will feature a new co-host by the name of Anton Belaine. Anton's going to be on Smash Fiction. It's going to be super fun. So check that out. That those come out, huh? I said it's the crossover of the summer. That's right. It's a big deal in the podcasting world, you guys. You don't want to miss out on this. So uh, that should be coming out this Sunday because they they drop uh, on Sundays, the Smash Fiction episode. So um, keep an eye out for that. And if you guys could help us out with uh, iTunes reviews or subscriptions or just downloads, uh, we would really appreciate it. And we hope you enjoy it. Woohoo! And hello, people. I will be only plugging one thing today. And it is the fact that I am covering the Muppets on ProjectFandom.com. <laughs> I am so happy with this show. I mean, there are so many good shows out there this this fall season, but the Muppets for me will all. Jim Henson's creations will all have, always have a special place in my heart. So there's that. Yay! So, Yay! Muppets. Um, Miss Piggy is my spirit animal. Oh, we've, we've covered this ground. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I just every time I think of her, I'm just like, oh, yay. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, everybody, so much for listening. Thanks to you guys for being here and being flexible on scheduling because I've been kind of back and forth this week. And um, everybody, I have a thing right now that if you all are able to get me to a, a thousand Facebook likes by Thursday, which is my birthday, I will do a unspoiled review of the movie Halloween by John Carpenter, which I have never seen. Nice. Um, so yeah, that's the thing, and uh, do it. Make Get it out happen. there and do it. Vassals of unspoiled, go forth. Exactly. All right, guys. Thanks again so much, and we will see you next week with a new episode. Peace. Bye. Give him two lips like roses and clover.
it's our moment.